Hello, and welcome to 100% BS with me, Bella Solonot. Here we are in our first episode, so welcome. Thanks for tuning in. It's going to be a great, great freaking time. Um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. I'm very, very excited to be doing this. Um, it's going to be great. So yeah, this first episode, we are doing a little bit of talking BS. It's just me talking some shit about a bunch about a bunch of different topics. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. Uh, today we're going to cover a few things from the Australia bushfires to some good old feminist controversy about something called the wing. And I'm also going to talk about a goat being murdered. That'll be a good one. Uh, and yeah, and then I'm also going to wrap it up with some good old fun facts. Because who doesn't love a fun fact? I do. So you guys have to. Okay. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I'm Belle Solonat, and you're listening to 100% BS. All right. So first and foremost, everyone knows all the stuff going on about the Australia bush fires which has been freaking insane i'm sure if you've seen any of the photos it's pretty bonkers it's really sad seeing all those animals all like burnt and just it's really really sad and messed up um but while i was reading all this news and seeing all this info about it everyone's been donating i donated i had friends who donated which was great um i kept wondering if this was actually something explicitly caused by climate change because in a lot of social media posts, you see people saying things like, this is a cause of climate change, like we need to do better, et cetera, et cetera. And while I'm open to that being true, and I think it could be true, I actually do kind of wonder if it really is climate change. And the reason why I'm questioning it is because I remember watching an episode of Our Planet, that great series on Netflix, uh, narrated by David Attenborough. And there was an episode that showed how in some uh, like forest areas that tend to be very dry during some seasons, it's a natural occurrence for there to be intense bushfires. And it's actually a normal part of nature. And it's meant to basically kill everything and have it be like a rebirth. Um, so th- knowing that, I was wondering, okay, this is happening in Australia. It seems to be happening on a huge level. It doesn't seem like anything normal. But I feel like this is a thing that happens in nature, right? So it's kind of, it doesn't seem very straightforward to me if it is climate change or not. Um, And like, I don't think it's necessarily wrong to not attribute it to that. Um, Even though, of course, the main goal when you say, oh, like this is happening because of climate change is because we want people to be aware and change their actions and hopefully maybe pass some better policies in in government uh, to obviously make the earth better and and not be destroying it so much. So I understand why maybe like even if it's not explicitly caused by climate change, like what's the harm in blaming it? However, I think we need to understand better scientifically what's happening on our planet. Like when these big fires happen, I don't think we should just you know, be like, oh, it's climate change because then it bars us from understanding what's really happening here. Um, And so 
I got a perspective actually from an Australian person, friend of a friend. Um, and this, their perspective was basically that they weren't really sympathetic to what was going on. Obviously, like it's horrible and tragic what's happening to the animals. Like everyone feels for that. But essentially their point was historically bush fires have been necessary. Uh, and for two reasons, one, to prevent the overgrowth of invasive plant species and two, to promote new fresh growth, the fires provide nutrients to the soil. So, which makes a lot of sense. That's what happens in other areas of the world where you have bushfires. It's supposed to, uh, exactly like take out the overgrown plant species because you need a balance in nature and nature is the number one professional at creating balance through death and rebirth and all of that. Um, and so the other thing that this person said was that in recent years, Australia has not kept up with the routine bushfires and now they're bigger, more dangerous. And so apparent that this is, I don't know, I don't obviously have all the facts here, but I just thought it was really interesting to get a perspective from an Australian who obviously is going to care about their home country and the things that happen there. And, you know, people and animals are dying, people losing their homes. Like it's obviously awful, but I think it's important here to look critically at the situation and not just assume that it's like the collective, you know, everyone on the planet and climate change and whatever. Um, so apparently these fires are very common and that apparently families were usually responsible for controlling the fires on their own land. So it's possible that unfortunately there is some blame maybe for people there. Like, I don't know. It's hard to know. And I'm not trying to throw blame at anyone, but my point is, I think we should be looking at these issues with, with a much more critical eye and trying to figure out why is this happening? Is it actually normal? Like maybe this is the course that nature takes and that while yes, it's awful when people die and innocent animals die and homes get destroyed and all of that is no question terrible. I, I think I, I still want to know like if it's, if this is just a part of regular mother nature kind of trying to equalize things. And, you know, sometimes in mother nature, some horrible shit happens like animals kill each other and you know it's like there's death and rebirth and all that happens so I just thought that was interesting um I'd love to know if anybody has other perspectives on you know what's a normal bushfire in Australia if this really is out of hand like if it could be due to climate change and if so like how is it caused by that is it because we've had more temperatures rising which again you can look up uh, statistics that show you a different story about global temperatures rising. Um, so yeah, that was one thing that I just thought was interesting was someone from Australia thought that the situation was kind of being blown out of proportion in terms of whose fault, quote unquote, it was. Um, the other thing that I thought was interesting about the Australia fires and all this, uh, information being spread on social media was there was a very there was a NASA photo that went around I saw lots of I reposted it on my Instagram story lots of people reposted it on theirs Uh, and it was basically like a map of like an aerial view of Australia and it showed in red the fires happening Um, and when you look at the when you looked at the photo it was like more than half 70% of Australia was red like it was all fires And then someone asked me, my brother was like, is that an accurate photo? Is that actually all the fires happening live? And I realized, I looked it up, that photo was actually, uh, it was a 
photo taken from the, I think the ISS, International Space Station. So from NASA, I think. And then another like photographer slash editor, like basically creative artist put together all the photos from the past, from since September. So this was just kind of eye-opening for me to realize like, while yes, the photo is good because it's showing us this is an intense problem and you know, maybe that encouraged people to donate after they were like, holy shit, this is so bad. Um, but I think it's really important to be critical, even if it's a good cause. Like, in general, fighting for climate change, I think that's a good cause. I obviously support being more responsible, reducing our waste, all of that. But I think we shouldn't get so crazy that we're, like, ignoring things that are just straight up not factual. Um you know, because you see this photo, it's obviously impactful. It makes you feel maybe an urge to help out or whatever or not, which is fine. Um, but it's just you realize you look you look into these things on a deeper realm and you just look into like this photo of Australia and you realize it's not actually just a photo of everything burning today. It's a compilation of the last four months. So, you know, that obviously makes it seem more intense than it is. And this is just important to know for if that happens for other events that happen, you know, we live in a world today where lots of things go wrong and there's a lot of people in needs, a lot of things and areas and people, places, animals suffering. So I think it's just important to, even if it's a good cause, keep a critical eye for the things that are going on. So I just thought that was interesting um, that that photo was in such circulation. I think a lot of people assumed it was a live photograph of Australia currently burning, but it wasn't. It was um, a compilation of since September, which doesn't undermine the fact that it was still really intense um for those of you watching I'll I'll try to put the photo in a box so you can see what I'm talking about um so yeah I thought the Australia stuff I mean obviously that's all horrible like I it's I think it's really frustrating for me personally because especially when it comes to animal stuff you know um I it just makes me really sad knowing like obviously people dying is sad all of it is sad and then particularly when you see these videos of all the koalas and like just animals kind of they they symbolize innocence to us I think so when you see that and they're very helpless it's just very very sad so even if it is part of nature for these Australian bushfires to happen you know it sucks and it's really sad and it's you know even more horrible horrible when people lose their homes and you know all kinds of people whether they're children or adults like they pass away from my god just like it's awful I don't even want to think about it but Anyway, um, I'm, I'm curious to do more research into the scientific causes of these fires and if the ones p- particularly in Australia are actually a, course, a regular part of the course of nature. Um, I'd be really interested to know more about that. So yeah, really sad. Anyway, moving on. Um, so this next little tidbit is about a good old feminist controversy. We love that, you know? We just love people outraged on the internet. It's great. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. It's Well, I actually do think it's kind of funny sometimes. So, you know, who love, we just love good old entertainment. So anyway, I, uh, I don't know if I stumbled upon this or someone sent this to me, but an article about The Wing. The Wing is this co-working space that is... Uh, basically tailored towards women, towards females, whatever. It has like uh, 
things that are just girly. I don't know. Okay, I'm going to read you the beginning of the article because um, it basically, it gives you an idea, okay? So, this is an article from the, from the New York Post about the wing, uh, and the title is, Men are showing up to the wing and women are pissed. It's from December 17th, 2019. So, a month ago, but whatever. I've heard a lot of things about the wing recently, so I figure it's kind of still relevant. So, all right. Ladies, leave your man at home. The wing was supposed to be the ultimate sanctuary for women. Decidedly feminine in design, with walls and furniture in shades of millennial pink, and a thermometer set at a women's clothing-friendly 72 degrees. That's actually fair. I'm, I feel like we're colder. Um, conference rooms and telephone booths are named after feminist icons, blah, blah, blah. It offers perks that other co-working spaces can't match, like showers stocked with high-end beauty products and big events, whatever. Um, so critics of the wing were quick to point out the lack of diversity in the space, um, okay, whatever, sure, it's not against the rules for men to be at the lady layer, which costs anywhere from 185 to 250 a month in the U.S. to join, but that's only because legally the company can't ban men. So then someone says, there's usually at least one man wherever I visit, says blah, blah, blah. It's bizarre to choose to occupy a space women specifically want for themselves. Classic patriarch- patriarchal entitlement complex jesus christ okay um then it goes on to say the problem multiple members have told the post is that the men physically take up too much space with their bigger bodies and belongings they hog the phone booths and they aren't respectful of some of the rules ignoring the four-hour cap on guest visits blah, blah 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 okay then this woman says at first it was jarring then it started to get worse about a year ago a guy even checked me out the whole purpose of the space is to not have to deal with that. All right, so you got the freaking gist. It's a co-working space meant for women, and I guess it's designed so that you don't have to, like, deal with dudes while you're there. So, first of all, I get it. <laughs> like, you want to have your own space because, like this article is making clear, men and women apparently have different interests, and sometimes we just want to hang out with, like, our girls, you know? Totally get it. Right? Fair. So... It gets funny because <laughs> boy, like men were showing up and then apparently, I think in London or something, um, there was a lawsuit brought up by a 53-year-old man claiming gender discrimination, <laughs> which I think is hilarious because obviously usually it's the other way around. And I'm convinced he was just being a troll. Like that's obviously so annoying and stupid, but it's kind of hilarious um, so then the issue is that the wing was trying to somehow like legally not like make it just for women because they can't legally ban men because that would be gender discrimination and we don't support that shit. Um, but they were having problems because they were getting all these lawsuits, whatever, like guys are being annoying, stupid. Okay. So anyways, my point is that I was reading this and I feel like it's getting really confusing to understand what, like, the feminist agenda wants. I don't even know if I'm using the terms correctly. Okay, just give me a break. I'm trying to understand. But, like, you have the, the side of it where women are like, let us in. We're equal. Like, we can do, we can be part of your stuff. Like, there shouldn't be men only, whatever. But then 
you're like creating a space and you're saying we don't want dudes here and you're getting annoyed at like how they're physically bigger and whatever and they have different tendencies. So it's getting confusing because on one hand, we're like, we're the same. Nothing's different about us. And then you're like, but we want our own space because we're different and we don't want to have to deal with dudes. But if we were actually quote unquote equal, then dudes could be in your space and it would be fine, right? Because we're equals. So basically I'm just confused here because I don't, I don't understand like, well, what's the goal here? Like I'm totally for having a female only space, super down. Like if you have great shower products, hair products, I'm into it. I love that. Like totally get it. But then if in other aspects of life, you want to like, quote unquote, have a seat at the boys table, well, then you're being like confusing because what if guys have a thing? Like what if they have their football game night thing together and like it's all dudes and they just want it to be a dude thing? Like that should be fine, right? I think it's fine. Like whatever. We, we do have different interests. It's true. You know, I don't think there's a problem with having different interests and like accepting that we can have different spaces because of that, you know? So it's just confusing because an article like this comes out and, you know, you read it and maybe you're, whether you're a girl or boy, whatever the hell, like whatever um, you identify as, if you read this and then you're like, wait, I'm confused. Like, aren't we supposed to be inclusive of everyone? Which I think it kind of gets hypocritical when, they're also in this article, like some of the quotes are like mean. They're saying that the guys who showed up are losers. All right, that's not nice. Like if a girl wants to show up to a guy's football thing, like maybe she just is interested in it. Maybe the guy showing up like genuinely is like, this is a dope working space. I want to be a part of it, you know? Just the same way how us women see things that were typically male and we were like, that's dope. Let me get in on that. And it should be no problem, right? So anyways, my point is just, I was freaking confused and I'm still confused. And like, I, you know, people would be like, are you a feminist? And it's like, honestly, I don't really know if I fall into this category because for me, I'd be like, whatever, I don't give a shit. Anyone can go wherever they want. But obviously I get it. If a dude is coming in and like hitting on you, like that's really annoying, especially if it's a working space. I get that. So My reaction here is, I understand where these ladies are coming from. You know, you want to have your own working space to do your thing, whatever, like, and then a dude comes in, if they're just doing it to be a troll, like, you know, kind of annoying. Um, And then someone, a 53, you're 53 and you're filing a lawsuit on a co-working space. Like this guy just has to have, I don't know, too much time on his hands. I don't know. Or he like genuinely was butthurt. He was like, I want to be a part of this. Maybe this guy just wants to hang out with the ladies, guys, you know, ladies, you know, let him in, whatever. But really interesting article. Um, I will, I'll link it in the description of this episode so that you can read it for yourself and let me know what you think. Um, basically, I think both sides are being annoying here, the ladies and the men, these men showing up and like, you know, because this girl's like, why do they need to be here? Why can't they respect the spirit of the place? Men have to have everything. Like... I get that, but if we want to have everything too, then like, you you know, you can't really, it's, 
it's like the whole you can't have your cake and eat it too or like if you do then just be consistent there's a lot of inconsistencies I find where it's like you know equal pay equal this like equal opportunity like obviously super down for that but then you like these things happen where you create a space for just women and like then you even have events like entrepreneurship events that are just meant for women and then like for me like I get that because maybe we've been maybe we've been like disadvantaged in the past and like haven't gotten the same opportunities so we're like trying to increase our opportunities but so anyways I'm starting to ramble now because I'm just confused and I have so many questions uh so yeah (laughs) moving on (laughs) okay um oh my gosh so I was over the holiday was with my family sailing in the Caribbean and um there's a lot of goats on the islands um it's really cute a lot of baby goats a lot of families of goats and they're just like climbing up the side of mountains those motherfuckers are crazy I don't know how they do that like they have the best balance so we were like chilling I like it was the afternoon went swimming whatever got out of the got uh out of the water into the boat just hanging out and we were anchored like right next to the shore where it was like a big mountain area and we like could hear the goats so we were like let's get the binoculars and like watch them play or whatever so I grab the binoculars and I'm looking and then all of a sudden I see this huge dog come up the street and onto the side of the mountain and start chasing a goat and like trying to kill it and goats are freaking loud like they whatever it's called they bleat or whatever so loud so this goat was like screaming because a dog was killing it it was insane and really scary and I felt really sad because I'm a softie and I can't handle watching animals die but then I you know had to think this is nature you know like dogs gotta eat and animals gotta eat and you know you'll watch animal planet and you watch a tiger freaking wreck a lizard or whatever they eat and it's intense but that's nature you know so it got me thinking um about you know I'm a vegetarian you know because I don't like to hurt anyone you know I don't want to hurt the animals but (laughs) I actually have more respect for killing an animal yourself rather than factory farming this is like probably sounds confusing but what I mean is that and I'm not talking about hunting for game like when people go to on safari and wherever and like kill an animal like a freaking giraffe just to like for clout I don't know why people do that like to put the head on its wall like that's messed up obviously and if you're not going to eat the animal like that's horrible don't do that but for example like good old Joe Rogan, who I love, great podcast guys, if you don't, if you don't listen to it, you should, but he hunts his own elk, like, he goes out and shoots it, and sometimes he, like, goes to the Midwest or whatever and shoots it and then, like, brings it on a plane back home with him, and obviously, like, I don't love the idea, but I actually respect that more than just getting me at, like, you know, the grocery store or whatever, when it comes from a factory, like, factory farming is where it's really, I think it's so bad, because, you're basically just creating life to kill it. And I, obviously, like, I respect any, everyone's choice to whatever you want to eat. Like, go for it. Send it. Like, I don't actually care what everyone else does. Like, that's why I've made my own personal choice, whatever. But, like, for me, if I had to eat meat, you know, if I really had to do it for whatever reason, I would actually rather someone, like, caught it for me. You know, like, my dad went out hunting or something and, like, brought it. Because 
then it's feels like it's less abuse kind of and it feels more it's like natural you know like we used to be hunter gatherers and that's how we would survive so that's almost better than i think it is just straight up better than this awful factory farming where there's like so much abuse of the animals and like it's just terrible like the babies are born and they just it's, it's horrible versus like in the wild you know it just lived a good life being all free and then you shot it I don't know like it's hard for me but I think for most people I think you could agree you know it's probably better to just catch the food yourself and then it's it's just more back to like the good old days when we were cavemen I don't know um, yeah, so I, I would, I would consider if I lived on a farm or, you know, stuck, I was stuck in a forest or something and I needed to eat, I would have someone catch it for me and then I would like do a prayer for it <laughs> and then I'd be okay. I don't know. I would probably still cry, but my point is if you want to eat meat, but you don't want to abuse the animals or something, or even it's even better for the environment to eat meat that way. You know, just catch it yourself. And then then it's also like fair fair game in terms of the other lion that's out there could get to your elk first and it could also get to you. So you're just playing a game with nature. That's how you got to do it. That's how you got to do it. That's, yeah. Cool, great. All right, so that was fun. Um, goats are really cute though. Don't eat a goat. They're just, they're so cute. Like, don't do that, you know? Or I guess goat cheese is a thing. I don't like goat cheese though whatever. So, okay. That was my thing of ranting of on topics. Um, please let me know what you think. If you give me a good old listen, message me, uh, on Instagram or Twitter. I don't know if I'll have Twitter by the time you listen to this. I'm I think I should get on Twitter. I don't want to, but I will. I think it'll be good for this. Um, so yeah, let me know what you think about any of this. Send me articles. This is a great segue into my audience request of you guys is that if you find an article and you, like whether it's current events or politics or something and it seems like controversial, that's the best. I love a good old controversial article. Send it to me. Uh, and if I like it or whatever and I want to react to it and give you my input, I'll do it. It'll be great. And then... I also would love to give people advice. <laughs> like if you want to message me, obviously we'll keep it anonymous, like relationship or work advice or how to make tea. Like just let me know. And I want to talk to you guys about it because um, I think I'm pretty good at giving advice and I enjoy doing it a lot. So maybe I can help you guys live a better life. That would be the goal. Um, obviously, if you sent me something, let me know if you want a little shout out for the clout you know that's what we do it for we're gonna end this episode with some fun facts that i learned about animals since i ended the show on animals so i learned today that dolphins intentionally chew on toxic pufferfish to get high how funny is that they just find a pufferfish and like gnaw on it i guess a little bit and then Maybe it just gives them just the right amount of toxicity and then they get high. But what I'm wondering is, first of all, how do people find these things out about animals when they're like, oh, monkeys. Oh, it was like, there's a fact about elephants think that humans are cute. And it's like, how do we know that? Like, do you put those little webby 
you know, analysis things on their brains and then like a certain thing lights up. I assume that that's how they do it. Same thing with dolphins. Like was someone analyzing a dolphin and then suddenly they like ate a puffer fish and then they started like doing flips and stuff out of the water and that means that they're high? I don't know. But I think that's hilarious. Good for dolphins, dude. Good for dolphins. Finding ways to have fun in the ocean, especially because the ocean is getting effed all the time by climate. You got to have fun somehow. Um, the second fun fact is that apparently a bear fought in the Polish army in World War II and he carried shells to the front line and they taught him how to salute. That's genius. Bears are so vicious. If you read about what bears can do, I'm pretty sure the like pressure of, a, of the bite of a bear can crush a bowling ball. Like, that's genius. You know what we should do? For World War Three, that's coming up, apparently. Just use bears. Just send bears in, and they will F up the enemy, for sure. They can carry stuff and do a salute, which is, like, the most important part of war is saluting. So, that's what we should do. We've been underutilizing the bears, guys. I think they are probably going extinct, though. Don't touch the polar bears, though, because those guys are not doing well. Leave them alone. But probably like black bears and brown bears, they're probably good to go to fight in the war. And then we save ourselves. So anyway, they did it in, in Poland. And if Poland can do it, then we for sure can do it. So that's what I think we should do. So yeah, thanks for tuning in on my first ever episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I had fun here talking to myself. So yeah, uh, please send me stuff. Let me know what you thought of the episode. React. You know, but keep it civil, okay? If you don't agree with me, that's perfectly fine. But just be nice, okay? I'm, I'm only human also. So but let me know what you think. I, I always want to know if someone has a different perspective, whether it's about the Australia fires or the feminist thing with the wing or goats getting murdered, any of it, let me know. Um, it's, it's always interesting to me to hear what other people think. So... And honestly, it's even better if you disagree because then I have to actually prove my own point to myself. So yeah, fantastic. All right, well, that is all for now, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. You're great. More coming soon. Yeah, peace out. Have a great rest of your day, week, month, and year. Bye-bye.